Your convocation speaker this morning is um, a friend of Miss Cottle's. Uh, so thank you very much. I think this is her first uh, friend that she has invited to convocation. Um, he is a, he works for a software company, but kind of cooler than that, he spent six years living with the CFRs, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal in uh, the Bronx. And these are awesome guys. They live in like, you know, the, the poor part of New York. They spend their lives um, kind of ministering to those who are in need there. Um, but also an awesome example of like, sometimes you explore the religious life and God calls you out of it. Because obviously you can see that he is not a CFR anymore. Um, he's from Des Moines, Iowa, and he is here to share with you. So please welcome up Anthony Welch. Okay, good morning. Great to be with you all. Um, so I'll dive right in. I wanted to focus on the first part of the Great Com Commission. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And so I want to focus on that all nations part. So Pope Francis, uh, right before he became Pope Francis, uh, was speaking to the cardinals and the conclave, and he said, the church is called to come out of herself and go to the peripheries, not only geographically, but also the existential peripheries, the mystery of sin, of pain, of injustice, of ignorance and indifference to religion, of intellectual currents and of all misery. <clears throat> and so I think like what that does for me is it shows that the church often looks a lot like us. There's not a lot of diversity. Everyone is of the same like, you know, socioeconomic makeup. We have a lot of like upper white middle class people in our parishes. But like the Pope and the church wants us to go out and to be open to all people. And so I wanna tell a story from my time in the CFRs that helped kind of bring this point home for me and to see kind of like what is the call and how can we open our hearts to actually be open to all of God's people. So as Mr. Lugo said, we, the CFRs live in areas that are noted for poverty, uh, rough areas, lots of drugs, lots of crime, the police, kind of like you get used to the police sirens all the time. We had a particular character named uh, Patricia who would come to our door often, usually drunk or using drugs. And people in this state are interesting, to say the least. And she would often come to the door at times like two in the morning or sometimes midnight and ring the doorbell. And the friars have a doorbell that as you hold it, it just continues to ring. So there's one night, it's probably 11 p.m., I'm in my room trying to sleep, and I hear the bell start, and it goes on, and so I start timing it. She held the bell for three minutes, and I can tell that none of the other friars are going to volunteer to get up. And so I am on the fifth floor on a walk-up, so I put on my habit, and I start walking down the stairs. The bell is still going this entire time. So by the time I get to the door, I open, and I'm like, Hi, Patricia. She goes, hey, brother. She goes, I'm wondering if you can make me dinner. I'm like, I mean, it's 11 p.m. And so she has a, a raw fish in her hands, just a raw fish. And she's standing there saying, can you cook this for me? And I'm like, well, you know, like, go there for it, make disciples of all nations. Like, you know, Patricia is in, an, is in a vulnerable place, right? She has a trust in the brothers and a trust in the church that when she comes, we will provide for her needs. And so at 11 p.m., I get the kitchen ready to fry Patricia this fish and then sit on the doorstep with her as she's eating her fish, 
coming off of like, you know, a drug high and like, you know, under the impression of alcohol. But what that did for me is it opened my heart to explain, like, or to see really like, you know, what does it look like to actually open our hearts? Like, you know, that's a radical example, right? Most of you probably like, you know, will end up in a regular job. Right now I work for a software company. It's a secular company that ironically serves churches and nonprofits, dioceses. But the, the, the environment of the company itself is secular, like no religious affiliation. And so what that does is like, most of you are gonna end up in jobs where it's not explicitly Catholic, right? But if we wanna be missionaries and we have to open our heart, we have to be open to all people. So some of my colleagues have interesting backgrounds, interesting lifestyle choices that I would find disagreeable with the church. Like, you know, they don't necessarily fit in the box of what we've been told, this is a good Catholic, this is a good Christian. But thinking of my experience with Patricia and what she taught me about opening my heart to others and being able to truly be a missionary to other people is that I have to be open to these people. And so I take that experience that I had in the Bronx in this radical kind of environment, but to open to myself to colleagues who experience same-sex attraction are addicted to drugs, have all sorts of questionable life choices. And this really came like, you know, to a, a head for me recently when one of my colleagues who does experience same-sex attraction, said, you know, I've never met someone in the church who's actually been open to me and has given me the time of day to, like, respect me in the church. And I said, that is an incredible, like, you know, statement. This has nothing to do with me, right? This is just me following a weak sinner and trying to be Christ's presence in the workplace. So my encouragement to you is to open yourselves up to serve all nations, to serve all people, even if they don't look like you, they don't sound like you, they don't have the same amount of money as your family, but to open yourselves up to truly be a presence for all nations. Praise be Jesus Christ. Amen.